All right, welcome everyone to the 17th episode of the podcast, dude. My name is Aaron Dowd, and I'm talking about outlines today. So the title of the show is Using Great Outlines to Keep Your Listeners' Attention. So today I'm going to share my process for writing outlines. And if you've never written an outline for your blog or your podcast before, I was about to say blog cast, but I don't think that's a thing. Uh, But if you've never written an outline before, I'm going to teach you how today. And it's going to be great. I'm excited. So what does a podcast outline do for you? Well, it helps you stay focused, for one. It helps you make sure you hit all the different angles and ask or answer the right questions. And it can also help your show stay on track. So here's the problem. Listeners want to know what they're going to get from a show. They need to know right away what to expect. People will tune out if they don't know what to expect or if they don't know what the point of the episode is. You could have an epic show prepared with tons of great advice and takeaways, but if you don't tell the listeners in advance what they can expect, they won't know what's coming. They may not even click play on your podcast in the first place. So if you don't have an outline for your episode, you're not going to know what's coming either, and your podcast may seem directionless to your listeners. So I was talking with some uh, community members in the chat before the show, and James had said, I don't know if you want me to name names, but there's one podcast that is consistently in the top 20 podcasts, and the host usually has 15 to 20 minutes of ads, and he also has really awesome guests on his show. And I guess that name recognition accounts for getting some of those big names on his show. But I swear he has no outline, and he jumps around from one random topic to the next, taking zero advantage of asking the real questions we want answers to from this particular guest. I finally got fed up and stopped listening to his stuff. So I don't want you guys to lose listeners. I don't, it's, it's possible titles are important, show descriptions are important, but I think an outline is a great way to get there. I don't want you to miss out on getting new listeners or new readers just because you don't do, or you don't know how to do a good enough job of explaining the value of your shows. So that's what I'm going to be talking about in today's episode. This is episode 17. Let's do it. Thinking about starting the intro music like a little bit sooner, but then I'd have to do the weird timing thing twice in one episode. That's kind of challenging. Oh, yeah. Okay, episode 17, outlining. So... I was lying in bed last night thinking about why outlining and mind mapping have really improved the way that I write. And I came up with an analogy. So let's say that writing a big blog post or an outline for your podcast is like building a house. Now, I've never built a house from start to finish. I did, I did work when I was, uh, what was it, 21. I worked as a uh, commercial plumber install plumbing installation. I don't know. Basically, I was doing construction with plumbing stuff, but that's about the extent of my knowledge about building houses. But I have an idea about how it works. So you start off with your foundation. Then you put up all the walls and then the roof. Then you have to put in the guts of the house, electricity, plumbing, HVAC, that kind of stuff. Then you do the interior design work, carpentry, trim, and all that stuff, and you lay down the flooring. So it's a step-by-step process. It's this then this, and then this. Now, if I can 
if I can relate this to, to writing, that step-by-step process was, is not how I used to write my blog posts. To use my analogy, the way I used to write my blog posts was the equivalent of building a house room by room. I would try to completely finish each room before moving on to the next one. And I would end up getting stuck in the small details before I even really knew what the rest of the house was supposed to look like. So I wanted to share the process that I've been doing lately with outlining, how I do outlining. Um, and if you've never done outlines before, if, if it's one of those things where like maybe you learned a little bit about it in school and you're like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that really works. Uh, I strongly, strongly recommend it. it. It really has been a game changer for me. So I talked a little bit about this before, but the problem is if you don't have an outline, then you don't have a structure. Your, your show or your blog post won't feel like it has direction. You might miss important things if you're doing an interview. You might miss important questions or forget to talk about certain things. Now, if you're doing an interview, some, you know it is okay to go with the flow and the conversation, but your listeners will appreciate it if you prepare topics to talk about with your guest. The purpose of outlining is to keep you focused on the big picture things before you dive into the small details. And if you try to write out an episode from start to finish, it's easy to get bogged down in the details of one section and lose sight of the big picture. But don't take my word for it. Um, Listen to what a couple of the community members had to say about outlining. Scotty Russell said, I've been doing mind mapping to begin my process of outlining. I love, I love, uh, let me interject here. Sorry, Scotty. I love mind mapping. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But Scotty said, I select the gold nuggets that I can focus on, and then I prepare the outline. Sometimes my mind goes off the outline, but that's always all right. Mind maps have been huge to stop me from staring at the cursor blinking wondering where to start. So Garrett Mickley said, outlining definitely benefits me, helps me get smart, helps me get, helps get my thoughts organized in advance so I can just start typing away and get the rough draft finished. I do think it's important to not strict, not, I knew I was going to have hard, a hard time with this sentence. I do think it's important to not stick strictly to the outline I feel like you wrote that intentionally, Garrett, to to trip me up. Sometimes you're writing and you realize the order should be different or you need to add something or remove something, and that's okay. The outline isn't the definitive word. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to run you guys through the sections of a typical episode outline for my show and then dive into more detail about each piece. And feel free to adapt this outline, uh, outline of an outline. Feel f- Anyways, feel free to adapt this to meet your needs. This is how I outline, and I hope it gives you a nice starting point, but it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. So Scotty had asked, do you have your headline set before you plan your attack, or do you start to write your outline, then form an en- engaging headline from there? Now, Scotty said headline, but I think he means title. I always start with the main topic or the big idea. So this can also be the title of your episode, but you don't have to have the title before you start writing your outline. You can change the title later if you want to. So you start off with your, with your big idea, your main topic. And after you have your main topic, start thinking about your hook. And this is, what perspective or opinions do you have that are unique or interesting about this topic? 
what are your listeners going to take away from the show? And after you have your topic and hook, start writing your intro. Think about how you're going to introduce this topic or, or idea to your listeners or your audience. After you have your main topic, start thinking about the main points related to that topic that you want to make. These will end up being your headers. These are the main subtopics or ideas that will make up the meat of your episode. You should also address counterpoints after you've made your main points, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a bit. Finally, you'll need to do a recap of what you talked about in your show just to summarize everything. Then you'll do your outro. So let's dive into the details of of each piece of your outline. First, the intro. So your intro should introduce you, your show, and the topic of the episode. If you're just starting your podcast, it's important to tell your listener a little bit about yourself. Tell the audience who you are, what you do for work. Tell them how old you are and if you have a family. Tell them what you do for fun in your free time. Talk about your hobbies. Talk about your goals for the future. And you don't have to go over all your personal details in every episode, but also remember that new listeners join all the time, so it's not a bad idea to do a quick introduction at the beginning of every episode just for the brand new folks. So, after this, talk about why you're doing your podcast. Tell your audience what your show is about. And it's okay to elaborate on this in your first episode, but try to describe the goal of your podcast in a single sentence for the future episodes, if you can. Tell your listeners who your show is meant for. What kind of people do you want listening to your podcast? Is there anyone you don't want in your audience? For example, my podcast is for people who are or who care about making great podcasts, people who are interested in learning about audio and writing and technology and everything that goes along with podcasting. If you aren't passionate about podcasting, my show isn't for you. I'm not trying to reach everyone with my podcast. I really only want the people that care intensely about podcasting. In your intro, you need to tell your listeners what they can expect from the episode. Explain to them why this topic matters and why they should care. Talk about the problem you're going to solve or how the information can help them. Tell them what they're going to learn about or take away from the episode. After you've introduced yourself and told your listener what you're going to talk about, then it's time to get into the meat of the show, the main points. So the key points. So you got your main topic. What do you want to talk about or share with your audience about and related to this topic? Do you have any stories that you can share? Do you have any great blog posts that you can mention and discuss? So this is where starting outlines in mind maps has been a game changer for me. And for those of you wondering, I use MindNode for mind mapping. It's a really, really great uh, Mac app. So I love it. Highly recommend it. I'll put a link to that in the show notes, which you can find at thepodcastdude.com slash 17. But before I do any real writing, I add all the key points in a circle around the main idea in the mind map. Sometimes I'll have an idea for a subtopic inside of a subtopic. So I'll throw that in real quick, but I'm not doing any real writing yet. I'm just brainstorming all the big points, the the main important things that I want to hit and talk about. So after I have all my main points on the mind map, I start thinking about what order they should go in. So 
would it be better to start with this subtop- subtopic? Is there a chronological order sh- that I should hit these in? What should go first? What should go in the middle? What should go last? And the thing I love about mind mapping is it's really easy to drag these little topic bubbles around and rearrange them in my mind map, which is another reason I really like using mind maps for outlining instead of talk uh, <laughs> instead of text documents. So, yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that process here in a little bit. But another thing, do your research about your topics. Find out what other people are saying about it. And you should you should do this before you start the episode. Bring a couple examples that you can share. Read related blog posts, watch videos. Even if you think you know a lot about a topic, there are still things that you can learn from other experts and people who are writing about it. So plan on investing some time every week in doing additional research. Doesn't have to be much, but even even a half an hour or an hour, you can learn a lot in that time with just some some good Google searches for whatever it is you're talking about in, in, in your episode. So after you have all your subtopics and your sub-subtopics laid out, then dive in and start expanding those. And this is the point where I export my mind map outline as a text document, and then I import that text into my writing application, which is typed at the moment. Typed. I really, really like it for writing Markdown. It's, it's uh, They describe it as a minimalistic writing app for the Mac. So, but, it, you know, apps, everyone has their own writing app. It doesn't really matter. The point is I export my mind map and then I drop that text into typed. So talk about the counterpoints. This is, this is really important. After you finish writing about your main subtopics, think about some counterpoints or opposing arguments. And this is something I learned about in writing class in college. The idea is that you can strengthen your own argument by anticipating opposing arguments and addressing them before someone else gets a chance to bring them up. And this idea really stuck with me. It doesn't always apply, but it's still a good thing to consider and think about when you're writing or talking about something. Okay, in fact, I'm going to do that right now. Uh, I'm thinking about counterarguments to my argument of outlining is a good idea. So what argument could someone make that counters mine? I got one. I got one. Someone could argue that outlining in too much detail and reading from that outline can suck the life out of your delivery. And Sean McCabe and I actually discussed this in episode five of my podcast. So my counter argument to that would be, yes, writing and then reading an entire blog post can sound stale and lifeless, but only if you don't write like you talk or if you aren't good at reading what you've written in a way that is dynamic and interesting. Also, I don't, I don't even think that most podcasts, most podcast formats need that detailed of an outline. When I start doing interviews, I'm not going to write out all my thoughts on every subtopic that I want to talk about. I want it to be a conversation, not me reading out a paragraph and then letting my guests respond. I don't think that'd be, that'd be very good. I think that'd be pretty terrible. So again, try to find people who disagree with your opinion about the topic and find out what they're saying. What arguments are they making? Are any of their arguments valid? And if not, why? Address those in your show. So try to put yourself in someone else's head. Why do you think they think that way about that topic or idea? So after you've talked about your main points and any counterpoints, then it's time to recap 
or summarize the episode. So recapping your episode. After you touch on your main points, go back through and collect the most important thoughts and points for your recap section. Think of this as the too long didn't read section of your outline. Make a quick summary of the best ideas in your outline. This is your last chance to give your listeners some takeaways that will stick with them. People need to hear certain things multiple times before it really sinks in. So ideally, you could talk about the best takeaways in the intro, in the main section where you elaborate, and then again in the recap section towards the end. So after the recap, then it's time for your outro. And there are a few things that you need to do in your outro. First, thank your listeners. They just invested time listening to you. Make sure that you tell them that you're grateful for that. Ask for reviews. Create and Now, we do this. Create a link on your site that redirects to your iTunes page. In my case, it's thepodcastdude.com slash iTunes. The best time to ask for a, rev- a review is right after you provided a bunch of value to your listener. Many of your listeners will want to help you out right then. So remind the listeners that iTunes reviews helps your show get new listeners, which will also build the community. So this is good for you, but it's also good for them. And then also read an iTunes review. This creates a personal connection and shows the other listeners that you pay attention to your audience. And that's important. Tell people where they can find you online. Don't assume that people know where to find you. Don't really even assume that people are that good at Googling things. Share your website, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and anywhere else that you want your audience to find and interact with you. Also, ask for feedback. Ask for your listeners' thoughts and opinions about stuff. Ask them for permission to share those things on a future episode of the show. And these are things that may even end up becoming topics for your future episodes. So this is a really important step. You don't want to skip this one. And if you know what next week's topic is, tease it. TV shows do this all the time. It's a great way to get people excited for your next episode. It gives them something to look forward to. Of course, this only works if you have topics planned in advance. And I'll be honest, I don't always have topics planned on advance, but I'm going to start working on that because I really would like to do this. Okay, so <laughs> now it's my turn to recap this episode. Listeners want to know what to expect when they listen to your show. So an outline can help you discover what the important takeaways are. And then you can share those takeaways in your title and your show description and your intro. Don't start filling in the details before you've written your intro, main points, and subpoints, and outro. Now, I think actually you can, you can break this rule a little bit if you want. Like I said, this isn't a one-size-fits-all thing. Whatever works for you. The, the important thing is I don't want you to get bogged down in the little details before you've really fleshed out the entire, entire outline. So for your intro, tell your audience who you are and what you're going to share in the episode. For your main points, think about and share the most important things you can think of that are related to your topic. Do some research and see what other people are saying about that topic. Try to find and address any counter arguments. For your recap, collect the most important thoughts and points and summarize the best ideas from your outline. This is your last chance to give your listeners some takeaways 
that will stick. And for your outro, thank your listeners for listening to your show. Ask them for questions and feedback. Read an iTunes review. Ask for an iTunes review. Tell them where they can find you online and tease the topic for your next episode if you know it. All right, that's going to do it for the show today, main section of the show. Uh, It's time for my outro. (laughs) So I want to thank you guys for listening. Thanks for coming and hanging out in the chat. I really appreciate you guys. And this was a, this was a fun one for me. I, I want to say email questions. If you got feedback, you just want to say hi. I'm Aaron at the podcastdude.com. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at the podcast dude, Instagram, all these places. Hit me up, say hi. I'm a friendly guy. I like to talk to people, I like to meet people. Um, also, uh, you should join the Sean West community. It is a fantastic, phenomenal, awesome, amazing place. We have we do live podcast streams every day, uh, and there's a ton, a ton of people hanging out in here talking about what they're doing in their life and their businesses, the entrepreneur stuff. Just ugh, everyone here is so freaking smart, and I love it. It's my favorite place on the internet. And yeah, I mean, I live stream. Normally, I live stream on Mondays at 10.30 a.m. Today is actually a Sunday. You guys don't know that, and I don't really need to be telling you this, but tomorrow, oh, actually, I do. You're Well, nope, not going to talk about that. <laughs> when you listen to this one week ago, I did episode 200 of the Sean West podcast. So that's going to come out soon. And I just want to say, if I can tie this all back into something valuable, if you haven't listened to the Sean West podcast yet, go check that out because it is, in my opinion, the best podcast online right now. So I, as someone who's listened to a ton and ton of podcasts, and I really, really love a lot of podcasts, I, I hope you understand how significant that is go listen to it. It is freaking great. If you like this show, his show's like, mm, I'm going to say at least 75% better than mine. But that's just because Sean and Ben put on an amazing podcast. They, they've got such a great dynamic. Okay, I'm gushing now. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, the other cool thing, one more cool thing I want to talk about, my friends and community members, actually fellow Sean West employee, Corey Miller, and then our friend Kyle Adams, they're launching a new show on the Sean West Network soon, and it's called Behind the Brand, and they're going to be talking about building brands, uh, and it's going to be a freaking awesome show. I am stoked. It's going to be amazing, so keep an eye out for that. I will, I will let you guys know when that goes live. I think the plan is uh, sometime in the next month. Oh, Sean in the chat says, by the time people hear... What? By the time people hear it, it will be up? Behind the Brand dot com go check that out it's man i'm excited i didn't even know this i didn't know the show was going to be live so soon or is it just like a preview the domain okay anyways show's coming soon go check out the domain name <laughs> go check out the domain behind the brand.com i'm stoked for that uh okay i want to read a quick review super short don't worry Corey. i'm gonna edit that out from mark is me and mark said it's either Mark or Marcus. Marcus me. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go with Marcus. <laughs> Aaron is doing a great job with this show. He's fun to listen to, and there's tons of great information here. Keep it up. Marcus, I will. Thank you so much for the review. Uh, I hope this show was help for, helpful for you guys. If you have any questions about mind mapping or outlining or my writing process, please shoot me an email or hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I, I love talking to people about this stuff. 
All right, I'm going to see if I got... Uh, I got a couple things to talk about in the after show, so talk to you soon. Oh, my timing was off. Some days it sneaks up on you, some days it takes a while. So what? Okay, back online. Uh, got some questions to answer. Christopher asked, how do you approach outlines for material that works best with visual aids, like screencasts, keynote, as alternatives to the medium of podcasting? Hmm. I think it works. I think it works the same way. I mean, obviously, there are some things that I am just not going to do podcasts about. Uh, certain certain very technical aspects of podcasting like mixing and mastering are really hard to describe without visual aids or without someone being able to see them. And so I think in that case, I haven't started outlining for my screencast yet, but I think I'm going to because the concept is the same. It's like, okay, like what are you going to talk about that's valuable in today's episode? Or... <laughs> Excuse me. What are you going to talk about that's valuable in this screencast? Or what are you going to talk about that's valuable in this video or keynote? So you got to hit all those main points. And yeah, like you'll have to augment those those points with visual aids. So in this case, I know if if I plan out, if I do an outline for, say, a screencast about how to EQ a vocal track or how to remove background noise from a vocal track, even if it's not a super long out- outline, it's still valuable to think about those different sections of telling people what to expect, what's going to come, uh, the ma- hitting the main points, what's most important about this thing, uh, maybe talking about the, the counter-arguments. Well, for something like mixing and mastering, the counter-arguments are like probably instead what not to do or what to watch out for. But And then the outro and the recap and all this stuff, it's just about... Outlining is just about figuring out the overall thing before you start going in and filling all the little details. So I hope that answers your question, Christopher. I don't know if that's exactly. But, okay. Scotty had said something in here that I'm going to read again. <laughs> he, Scott, <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't already read it, but I already kind of talked about it. But uh, whatever. Scotty, great point here. Scotty says, number one, tell them what you're going to talk about. Number two, tell them. Number three, then tell them what you told them. <laughs> I like this. This is a this is a great thing to really drill into into everyone's head. Tell people what you're going to talk about. Tell them, then tell them what you just told them. It, it might seem redundant, but people really, really need to hear things multiple times. I know because I'm the worst. When I was when I was growing up, part of me almost wishes that my parents had spent more time telling me things. And because a lot of the times I was daydreaming and I wasn't paying attention. And they always used to get angry at me, like, you didn't hear us. I was like, well, I was I was like halfway into this book or 
like imagining some crazy scenario in my head and you said something at me. Uh, if you would have said it like six or seven times, maybe I would have caught it. <laughs> and part of me, like, I know I need to, I need to pay attention to things more, but man, I, if you guys know you're on the internet, the internet is distracting. There's a lot of things going on all the time. We got cell phone notifications happening. We get emails all the time. People are wanting things from us. If you're listening to podcasts, you're probably doing chores or exercising or just walking around. Like, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if you could say if you like you could say the same thing four times in an episode, not like one after the other, but sprinkle it throughout. And maybe someone's going to hear it the third or fourth time that you say it. So keep that in mind when you're when you're writing outlines. You probably think that you're repeating yourself too much, but there's, oh man, there's actually an author that I really enjoy that does this a lot. Um, what is his name? Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut? He's got this, um, I think it's him, Slaughterhouse Five. It's a great book. It's been a long time since I read it, but one of the one of the things I really liked, and I think a lot of people really like, there's a term for this. I don't know what it's called, but he he repeats these mantras or these, these sentences or various things. Chuck, um, the guy who wrote Fight Club, Chuck Palahniuk, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, he does this a lot too, where he'll he'll just repeat things, and I I I'm not I couldn't tell you why, but I really really enjoy it. So I think that's a mistake a lot of people are making is actually not repeating themselves enough. As long as it's a, as long as it's a good idea or a good point or a good takeaway, then it's okay to repeat it a bunch of times. Yeah, Sarah said I like I've seen how to spell it, but like how do you pronounce that? Palahniuk. I don't know. It's a crazy name. I've, and I've heard it said before. Palanik. Is it Palanik? Garrett says it's Palanik. Maybe it's just a U-I-K that throws me off. All right. If you guys have any questions, post them in the chat real quick. A couple things I wanted to mention. Um, the Accidental Tech Podcast, this past episode, episode 131, Finding Your Way Back In is the title. Finding Your Way Back In. Not, not going to comment on the title, but uh, in the pre-show... The guys, uh, Marco, John, and uh, Casey, they had a great conversation about microphones and um, cables and just just like their setups and stuff like that. It was it was the, the show's good, but that that I think if you're interested in podcasting, you should go check out at least that pre-show because uh, Marco had some interesting things to say about the SM7B and a couple of the other Shure microphones. So I'll uh, I'll post a link to that in the show notes. Go check that out. Hmm, I'm trying to think. Good show for nerds if, you, if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, another thing is, I had a thought this morning, and it came from uh, I played a sh- my band played a show in Denton last night, and my thought, and I posted this to Twitter, so I I tooted. I think the the proper term is tooted. Pro tip for growing an audience: focus on what you can do for them, not what they can do for you. And I was thinking about this because it's really easy as, as I think in any kind of pursuit, if you're trying to build an audience, whether you're a podcaster, a writer, someone who makes videos, or a musician, we, we think a lot about what this is gonna, how this is going to benefit, how what we're doing is going to benefit us. Like last night, it's very easy as a musician to go, okay, I'm, like, I'm playing this show, I hope these people. I hope these people clap, right? I hope they. I hope, I hope they jump around. I hope they have a good time. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I like to think about it 
I like to flip that idea and stop thinking about everything as the important thing is here. The important thing here is that I take away something from this. And rather, the important thing is to give something to someone else. Make it about what what your audience gets from you or what you can do for them instead of what you're getting from them. And so in this case, after the show, it's nice to have people tell you that you played a good show. But I was talking to a kid who, who really liked my... He complimented me on my drumming and he really liked my drum set and stuff. And in situations like that, I've realized that I can I can give a lot to him just by asking him questions and showing interest in him because here like I'm this older guy and I've I've obviously got a lot of experience and and he's going out of his way to thank me. So what I can do in that situation is ask him questions about himself. See if there's any any not really like advice. I'm not going to try to tell him how to live his life or what the best choices to make are, but just but just to reciprocate that interest and that appreciation and just just be there and be present and and give back and and in podcasting too like it frustrates me to see or talk to people that it it seems like the only reason they're doing a podcast is to grow the audience to 15,000 listeners so that they can start selling ads. And if that's your if that's your goal, if that's like if that that's what you're hoping for out of your podcast, I don't think it's ever going to happen. You have to stay focused on what you can do for your audience, what you can give them and not so much about the benefits. And yeah, it's it's okay to create things that have value for people and and sell to people if you if you can help them. But don't don't spend all your time thinking about, you know, why aren't people giving me re- more reviews or why don't more people talk to me or uh you know, that that kind of self-pity that no one cares about your thing. Focus on creating and giving value to the people who are paying attention. Or the people that are asking questions that need help that aren't even aware of you yet. So, I don't know. That's just something I've been thinking about. So hopefully that was uh, hopefully that was helpful for you. Okay, I think that's going to do it for the show today, guys. Thanks for listening. Again, Aaron at the podcastdude.com. Send me some feedback. Email. If you don't like email, find me on Twitter. It's... Uh, <laughs> You only got 140 uh, characters, so choose your words wisely. Okay, I will talk to you guys again next week.